Welcome back to She Raised Dogs. The podcast. I'm Michaela. And I'm Matt. And this week we are talking about canceling, cancel culture versus predators, and how it's all the same word, but we're going to talk about all the different facets of it. Um, We're going to do our little, our fun little game of tell us something that you're scared to tell your partner and we'll tell you if you should or not. Of course, we have some Tinder bios for you. And we've got a little Bachelorette recap. Right. We're back in Bachelor season, baby. I love it. To start us off with the catching up, I have a confession for Matt. I am so nervous for this. Speaking of back in Bachelor season, <gasps> I leave for like France the day that Love Island UK comes back. That's not a... You tweeted about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I literally get all of your tweet notifications. You have like 17 accounts and I get them all. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did make a new account. Are you upset though? No. I mean, yeah, but like your trip is going to be so fun. I'm And okay. I'm going to watch it without you. I can't. What? I can't not watch it. Well, you technically will have to figure out your VPN to watch it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Hulu's behind on that show. But if, uh, you, fuck. if you go on your computer and you say that you live in like England or whatever with your VPN, yeah. that's why I literally got a VPN originally go to IT. Oh my God, am I allowed to talk about this? <laughs> I, this is probably illegal. I have no idea. We can take it out. I would never use one of those, but if I were to use one i would have gotten it for the show the avatar yeah the vpns are great because they also are really good for security um (laughs) i honestly don't know how i figured this out and it only was fueled by wanting to watch a reality television (laughs) show but it also is really good for like if you were gonna make a um alt account to like harass somebody Uh, (laughs) remember that one politician whose like wife was like found out for making an alt account to like bully his haters yes i was like i love that she should have used the vpn She should have used a VPN, Mm -hmm. but like she was doing her best. Right. Um, That's like a committed wife. Yeah, it is. If I'm a, if I ever marry a woman or man, (laughs) who knows? Wait, speaking of, (laughs) speaking of you marrying a woman, can we mention that you're? (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. My, I think I've mentioned this in the past, like on Twitter. Yeah. So my aunties, I have like, they're not my aunts. They're like my grandma's sisters or my grandpa's sisters. We call them aunties. Mm-hmm. But there's been a couple of them that have been trying to set me up with, first of all, women, <laughs> yeah. which is a problem for me. The worst part. The worst part is the women part. Right, right, right. Then the other part is that they're all like family members. <laughs> like all the girls that they're trying to set me up with are family members of yeah. mine. I say, auntie, no, I don't want that. Like, find me a girl that's not related to me. I'm so down. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, this, this brought up with Matt. I was like, what if one of them was, like, very rich? Would you marry a woman if she was, like, incredibly rich? If she was very rich and we had, like, an open relationship. And yeah. by open, I mean, like, that do- the door to the bedroom between us is closed, but right. I can do my thing wherever. 100%. Well, I think that there's a lot of people now getting, like, um, platonic partnerships yeah. like long term platonic partnerships mm-hmm. which I don't know if I feel strong I don't know if I even want to live with any of my friends so I don't know if that would be me yeah. but I also really like that idea yeah <laughs> I think it would be fun there's no I don't know it just seems like I love my friends so much like I cannot imagine loving anyone as much as I love my friends me specifically you right? specifically yeah I was trying to make eye contact with you <gasps> oh my god Matt <laughs> that is so sweet yeah some of us are loyal to each other Oh my God, Matt's upset because (laughs) (laughs) Matt gets so upset about like my friendships with other gay men specifically. It's just like, how many do you need? I feel like really only one, right? I mean, yeah, I would, but I wouldn't say you're similar. (laughs) No, I, I mean, they want to be friends with you as well. Yeah. Okay, fine. (laughs) If they are cool to be friends with me, 
I also thought he was straight for a second. I thought Michaela was falling in love, Loki. Yeah, because I was like talking about this man that yeah. I'm friends with, and you were like, "Um, is he gay?" <laughs> it's like which which answer would have been weirder? For you? Yeah. <laughs> but I do love I do love making friends. Um, that's been a big part of our weeks recently. It's beca- it's becoming to be stressful for you. It is becoming stressful. Yeah, but it's so nice because like I think a lot of people specifically wanted to come to Los Angeles yeah. after quarantine ended because just so much is here. Like whether it's work or meeting their friends or whatever like that. Yeah. So there's just been like a huge influx of like people that I know coming in and out lately. And mm-hmm. it's always these like weird overlapping times that kind of make it stressful. Right. And then it was my mom's birthday. <laughs> and like, oh my gosh, it's fine though. You have it's, a lot going on. We're having a lot of fun. I went to um a really expensive house this weekend. Oh yeah. There were like these expensive ass cars. I was like, mm-hmm. where are we? There were like photos of the person with Obama. I was like, what is this place? <laughs> Um, it looked so fun. Yeah, did I don't you? know anything about cars, but like they look nice. And then you went to Arizona. I would. This was like what I needed. I always say this every time I go to Arizona, it like resets me. I think it would also reset you if you went like anywhere to Bali. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just think traveling in general yeah. is so nice. Yeah, it's nice to just like get out. Like I love it here, but it's nice to like have something new for like a couple of days i also feel like if you're mentally ill like going somewhere else forces you to like oh wait i'm gonna be doing stuff each of these days and like obviously doing stuff is good for mentally ill people we just struggle with doing stuff right so i think when you like go somewhere and have an itinerary and like people who need to see you in a short amount of time you're like automatically yeah you don't have time to like sit and think about like how you're feeling or anything like that. can i say that we talked to like a reality TV show about oh, whatever, yes. but it's like a family friendly one, and we didn't realize that at first. <laughs> <laughs> and they were asking us for like stories, and all of our like, you guys listen to our podcast, you know that Matt and I really don't have any fun stories that aren't severely inappropriate. Right. They asked for like a fun memory between the two of us, and I almost told the threesome story. <laughs> like, I did not. Wait, if anyone like, doesn't know what we're referring to, Matt and I did say. not have a threesome. Someone propositioned us. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I was not adjusting well to like talking to a family friendly group of people about. But we like, kind of turned it around. We made it like fun yeah. and friendly uh, oriented or family whatever go off i don't know you're so right my my brain there was a caveat though they asked our pet peeves about each other we were doing great we were vibing and then they said what are your guys's pet peeves you have with each other Mm -hmm. i went silent i knew anything i would say would end in a fight what did i even say oh mine mine i said that your main character syndrome was my baby yeah (laughs) yep well it's just like I think sometimes it's just like, <laughs> I'm not upset about you, Matt. It's not like it's, this isn't about you. But then Matt's pet peeve, he was scared to say. I don't even remember what I said about you. It was that I don't like the guys that you Oh, yeah. Me to. Yeah. Michaela hates all the men I bring home and date. <laughs> that is another pet peeve of mine about you is the men that you bring home and it's date. It's crazy how I only had one and now you're listing two of them. What do you mean? Like you gave two pet peeves about me. Oh. And uh, I could only think about one for you. You actually did struggle. You're like, oh my God, I can't think of a pet peeve. I was being nice. Whatever. I was like, wow, that's so true. Like, what is my flaw? That must be a really hard question to answer. You got to find one. <laughs> what, what else? What else? What else? Um, So in Arizona, I didn't get let into a bar because my shorts have... They didn't have uh, belt loops. What? Which I wouldn't... They were like khaki shorts. Like they're not... I understand if I'm wearing like... 
shorts like that are like Lulu's or something like Is that. Is it because they were ta- thinking like it might be bathing suit bottoms? I guess so. I don't know. But it was at night and they were like clearly khakis. And I was like, sir... It's, I've been in quarantine for the past year. That is so I've gained weird. some weight. My regular pants do not fit anymore. Let I, me in. I remember when we worked in clubs in Scottsdale, they always had like weird... These weird rules. Weird dress code things, but they didn't enforce them on everyone. Yeah. They're just kind of like obnoxious and they use it as like an excuse, I think, sometimes. And I was like pretty sober. Like I was sober. Did you have to wait in line for a while and then get rejected? No. It, the lines weren't too long. What was it? I actually am curious what it was like there. Was it like um, weird to see so people that w- in our old like stomping I, grounds i don't know like when i used to go there i felt like the shit like we yeah. were promoters um i was like giving out drinks and everything uh-huh. but now it's like nobody knows me really I, like, had to wait in a line one of the nights and i was like who am i you always had to wait in line no what the promote like when i went to bars oh well I was when we were working at, yeah. yeah but even after that because we like know that's Some of the so people. funny. Yeah. So it was like, So you felt kind of like lame? Like a like a normie. I feel the opposite. I feel like in Arizona, I feel very cool. But in Los Angeles, it's like everyone is so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone came up. To, I do have to I mention mean, this because it lame. really made my head big. Mm-hmm. This doesn't happen in L.A. because like you're no, saying. No, it doesn't happen in people L.A. People here, all of them are like famous in some sort. Not that I'm famous at all. But they all have some kind of following. Mm-hmm. And someone came up to me and asked for a picture. Oh. And my friend saw it. And I was just like, oh, my God. This, oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I, it's funny because, like, if no one had seen it, you would have been like, okay, how do I casually how do I bring that this, this just up? happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very thankful that they all saw it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a lesson for you guys out there. If you see us in public and you want to ask for a photo and you think we might have a friend around, make sure the friend make sees. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we're standing alone, don't talk to us. But if our friends are around, yeah. definitely ask for a photo. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me a lot when I went out with you. And like whenever you left is when someone would approach me and be like, oh, I follow you. But I was fucking alone at a bar at like 12 a.m. And I'm like, I swear I'm here with people. <laughs> There was one time me and Michaela were at a bar, like standing next to each other, and some girl looked at me and she was like, Oh my god, you're Michaela's best friend or something like and that. And I was there. You're literally right next to me. Anyway, yeah, so huge, huge trip for Matt. Um, had a lot of fun, yep. really reset his mental health. Oh my god, one last thing about this trip. Okay. Sorry. Matt. I hooked up with a guy who used to bully me. Matt. <laughs> Do you see why I hate the men that you talk to? Now I'm starting to see it. After like saying it out loud, it does make a little more sense. Like, I don't know. So you see this as a win? I see it as a win. Okay. I see that as an L for you. (laughs) (laughs) I see that as an L. He only bullied me a couple of times this night. And I was like, you know what? We can do this. We can make this work. Why did he bully you? And when? He said I was fat. Like three years ago. Matt, I hate you. Why do you do this? See, this is why this is my pet peeve about you. You don't. Never mind. We're not going to get out onto the podcast. But what the fuck? I just pissed her off so much. No, it's really funny because I've also been getting like weirdly more DMs from people from like grade school in the last week of being like, oh, oh like from your when you were in grade yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not like just children DMs. Right. I was like, uh. <laughs> no, I think that there's like um, a rule on Instagram about children not being able to DM famous people unless they both follow each other. Yeah. Or, no, the opposite. But anyway, um, from people being like, oh, we used to like go to fifth grade together. You're hot now. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, so that's us. Oh, they sound um, sweet. 
Yeah, I hung out with a lot of friends. I hung out with my friend Chrissy. That was really fun. Um, going to France soon. Pretty much that's where I'm at. Our lives are good. We're doing well. Yeah. Um, I forgot to take my medication. <laughs> and my... <laughs> Sorry. I usually am supposed to take my medication every two to three days and I forgot for four days. And by medication, I mean an illegal substance right. that I choose to That you take. only want to take a little bit of. And like, I'll talk about it to people being like, oh my God, I forgot to take my medication. <laughs> it's literally just a drug. Should we get into Tinder Bio Tuesday? Let's get into some Tinder Bio Tuesday. Okay, incredible. I'm going to go first because it's Pride Month. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gays first. So this is Jay. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a woman who's into the fart fetish. Or no! Consider it. I like when I have a girlfriend who's down to fart in my mouth during sex. Okay. Weird? Question mark? Yes. I know. But it's just me and what I'm into. Okay. Sorry if I grossed you out. And then I love this one because it's... His like picture is a picture of clouds. Like, oh clouds. no! <laughs> and I thought that was very creative. It's so funny because like that truly is a respectful way to say it. To be <laughs> honest, but like I feel like there have to be forums for these people. Oh, a hundred percent. Like stuff like this, you have to go into a forum. Also, do you think it should be something that's said in a Tinder bio, or do you think they should wait on that? I mean. I don't really understand what it's like to have a super intense kink. So it's like, is this the only way they can get off? Or like, is that just really all they're looking for and they aren't even looking to date? You know what I mean? Like how mm -hmm. this clearly has to be very important to them. Yeah. If this is what their entire thing is based off of. I think I'm okay with them including this in the Tinder bio because for their sake, I feel like it kind of like weeds out a lot of people who wouldn't be into it. Yeah. Um, so it kind of saves them time. Yeah, and at the same time, though, like, if you do have a very strong kink and you don't know the right way to approach it with people, I also think, like, it's fine to build a relationship with someone before mm. bringing that up because yeah. I, it might be a strong start. Yeah. But for these purposes, I feel like they might get what they want by doing this. I just think that a forum where you meet people with a kink would be easier. I just feel like with the fart one, <laughs> don't they get pink? Don't you get pink eye from, like, getting... I, th it, I don't think that's sanitary. I'll be honest. I think it's not. You're going to get pink eye. I do think that you will get pink eye. Um, I'm fine for these people having their fun. But if you are going to do this, uh, my suggestion would be like wearing <laughs> swim goggles. Wouldn't that? I think that they probably don't want any barrier between them <laughs> but and it's the like particles. Going to the, I don't know. Whatever. Swim goggles seem like a good idea. Try it out. Let us know how it goes. Yep. If you're out there, someone with a kink, and you listen to our podcast after all of the shaming <laughs> we've done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I think that I'm not going to rate him too badly because I think it was a respectful way yeah, to Yeah, it wasn't a bad it. one. Like, I would cringe if I saw it and maybe be uncomfortable for a bit. Yeah. But, like... He's not, like, disrespecting anyone. Yeah. He's very kindly approaching it and just trying to find someone who wants wants what he wants i'm gonna give him a positive five out of ten because i really thought the cloud picture was so funny okay i that took away points for me <laughs> that made it worse i'm gonna give him a negative one negative one okay yeah. so he didn't do terrible okay kind of shocking for us actually <laughs> <laughs> that was really accepting that was a nice one <laughs> this is adam 
I don't care how racist you are or who you voted for. See me for who I am, an Eagles fan. IDK Wyatt says I'm 25. I'm actually a taco. Don't ask me for gas money. And then it's like the swearing emoji. Unless you're selling me the word of the good Lord, don't bother selling me anything. I don't care for your OnlyFans, Snap Premium, or your nudes. Disclaimer, I'm not looking for a long-term relationship. I already have good polygamous relationship with Jesus and my alcohol problems. Okay, so here's the thing. I know he's trying to be funny. Right, but that's my thing, yeah. But it's not... Not funny at all. It's not hitting. He was, like, comparing, like, racist to being an Eagles fan, first of all. Right. Then he said... What did he say? IDK Wyatt says I'm 25. I'm actually a taco. That's really not They funny, have the babe. same jokes. We've said... <laughs> like, people say this all the time. Conservatives have the same joke about how you identify. Mm-hmm. Annoying. And it's like, okay, you're in a relationship with G... I don't know. Like... Making fun of religion can be funny, but this just was not hitting. Yeah. It was just, I already have a good polygamous relationship with Jesus and my alcohol problems. Like, okay. His name is Adam. Adam He's 26. Gonna, okay. Adam, I'm going to give you a negative eight out of 10. Yeah. Just not funny. You yeah. just like, none of these jokes were good and you tried many jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, negative nine out of 10. Honestly, I feel like if I met this person in real life, I would hate Oh, hundred percent. And it sounds like someone you would date. And if you're like mm-hmm. making all these jokes and not landing any of them, mm-hmm. you need to have a different approach to your team. He was bio. trying so hard. Like tell us what books you read. You need to be like, a, I don't know. Yeah. So this is JT. Okay. Oh, J the first time and now JT. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll give a bitch a thousand just to shut the fuck up. Oh, yep. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, what is that supposed to accomplish? I mean, like, if someone matches with you, they're going to be like, do I reply? Yeah. Like, do I say something? I would, I would take a thousand. Obviously not. Like, and then maybe if you send them a message, he'd be like, you lose. You don't get the thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's literally nothing to be gained. Why even have a dating app to be like, don't say shit? Like, <laughs> Yeah, what's the point of that? It's literally like, don't match with me. Don't say anything. I'm just here <laughs> to swipe yeah i don't know annoying um, so i'm gonna give him a negative five out of ten okay i'm gonna give it a negative four Ooh. out of mm, yeah negative four out of ten i uh, just think it's dumb yeah all right not the worst ones today just a lot of like didn't hit yeah a lot of didn't hit mm-hmm. um we're gonna talk about cancel culture a little bit this episode i well i read a book recently that really struck a chord with me and it's called we will not cancel us um and other dreams of transformative justice by adrian marie brown i think that's how it's pronounced hopefully that's how their name is pronounced mm-hmm. i'm not fully sure it's a really really good book and it kind of it was, I, it was recommended to me through um, listening to Binchtopia, which obviously you guys know I love. Anyway, it's kind of on the concept of like how, you know, if you're a prison abolitionist or like you're studying all of these issues with society doesn't really make sense to also then to be so hypercritical of the individual mm-hmm. as opposed to the systems that we have in place. Um, and it just it, it's a really good book about those kinds of things. But this also kind of came to mind to me with um, the things that have been trending in the last week or so. Yeah. like. With the Logan Paul fight and Gabby Hanna and like Elon Musk on SNL. Like it's just very much been bothering me lately mm-hmm. how much we talk about these things. And then in doing so, we give them a platform. And like there's so many different things to talk about with cancel culture, I feel. Like the way it doesn't work or the way it doesn't exist or the way it doesn't help. Like there's so many yeah. different aspects. And with these people that you just mentioned, I think it's mm-hmm. important to note. I think you told me this like years ago and it really has like 
stuck with me. Like mm-hmm. quote tweeting these people, like these people are making cringy things. They're saying stupid shit. Yeah. Quote tweeting their tweets or like replying to their tweets or anything like that is just mm-hmm. drawing more attention to them, which is what they want. Right. If only fans of Logan Paul were tweeting about the Logan Paul fight, yeah. it would not have been so big yeah. on Twitter or anywhere. I think that person made a hundred million dollars for fighting him what was it it was like a crazy amount of money oh my god and like this is literally just because we hate tweet about them yeah like, elon musk on snl shouldn't have been a thing but because we talked about it so much it probably was very highly viewed and very like they're gonna do that again because people talked about it so much gabby hannah i don't i haven't heard from her in like three months if nobody was like making fun of her videos i wouldn't know she was back and that's so annoying because it's like okay fine if we have to have like this one exodus day where we like talk about the all the cringy and like shitty things someone has done to get it out of our systems Mm -hmm. and then like that's the canceling and then we never talk about them again yeah fine but if we're going to talk about them and like quote tweet them every time that they make a shoot up shitty joke i was mixing shitty and stupid anytime they make a shitty joke or a dumb joke or like a cringy comment like that's what they want yeah i went to her tiktok and she has nine million followers on tiktok and it's like these people are not creating interesting content mm-hmm. like they're not saying anything interesting it's, they're just putting out absurd content because pe- they know people will like follow it along and try and make fun of it yeah and i like know this from a bit of a personal level just because like i too will make content that I know people will think is stupid and ridiculous and like will up my engagement and just like be so much fun for me to mess with. Yeah. Obviously that's different because I'm like pretending I don't know what an oven (laughs) is, but like people do that. And like uh, people with these like either sociopathic or narcissistic or whatever, I'm not saying any of those people have those traits, but people with those traits, they don't care. Like if people are clowning on them, they care about the money they're making and the attention they're getting. And And the the views they're getting from these videos are what they're making money off of. Yeah. And I feel like we don't really think about like, okay, what is our actual intention with talking about this person? Mm -hmm. Like if our intended outcome is to deplatform them, are the things we're saying or doing right now like going to do that? Mm -hmm. Because I've gotten submissions about people on She Rates Dogs where it's like, this comedian sucks, he's shitty, and then he has like 10,000 followers or something like that. And me tweeting about that person and like canceling them or whatever or like making fun of them, I'm sure that tweet would get a crazy amount of likes and I'm sure it would like maybe get an article and a lot of attention. But that would also just give him so much attention. Mm -hmm. He would get so many more views on his videos that he could bring to venues. It would literally bring out fans that like will stand these canceled people just because they're trying to like make a statement about cancel culture yeah so he would literally blow up from that and like you have to actually stop and take a second to be like oh like what would happen if I were to tweet about this person so I think with like those specific situations recently it just became even more clear because it's like this happened a lot, I think, with um, Caitlin Bennett. Mm-hmm. And I, this is a podcast, so I don't feel as like weird talking about these people because yeah. I don't do it on Twitter. But I really would recommend that we stop talking about these people because I, I muted Gun Girl because she is clearly baiting everybody. Right. Like this is very clear. Like she is baiting people and she is hoping to get those views and likes and that's how she makes money. There's this conservative gay guy on TikTok too that does the same thing and gays on Twitter will all like retweet his things or quote tweeted or whatever. And it's just mm-hmm. literally bringing more attention to his profile. And then they get so much money from yeah. like their, video cl- their video clicks and their sponsors yeah. and all these things. It's like, 
we're so stupid and I I've talked about this with articles as well but like I think it's especially annoying with people and I feel like it's creating this society that is the opposite intended from what we want like we are giving positive reinforcement to like clickbaity awful news headlines Mm -hmm. we're giving positive reinforcement to like shitty people who are just trying to make people mad and it's because people want viral tweets and it might also a lot of it be in part because people are really annoyed by them, but mm-hmm. like they're not considering that this isn't going to help. <laughs> like yeah. just be like making them the number one trending topic doesn't help. And that's different from like outing an abuser or right. outing a predator or making someone's like someone who's already very successful, like deplatforming them. Like like James Charles, Army Hammer. I think those people need it to be deplatformed because what mm-hmm. they're doing is like wrong to women and wrong to like children even. Yeah, well, I would say, like, not to talk about myself, but I feel like the Chris Delia situation turned out the way that, like, I... I I was happy with yeah like the fact that he was actually removed from television shows Mm -hmm. and like his agency dropped him like those things were the intended outcome of that because him being a predator wasn't known before it wasn't like he made you know a stupid joke and then everyone like piled on about how stupid the joke was because that wouldn't have really done anything Mm -hmm. and like while we're on that topic I think it's kind of ridiculous that we use the word cancel culture to refer to both predators but also people who've made bad jokes had a shitty joke like 10 years ago we talk about cancel culture as this all-encompassing term that's like used for so many situations Mm -hmm. that have absolutely no similarities with each other and then it's like people will try to talk about cancel culture and they'll be like oh this is wrong and they're really just referring to like 2011 tweets but Mm -hmm. other people are like actually it's really good and i think that's kind of what like the disconnect is between people who are like this whole world is filled with cancel culture that's all Mm -hmm. anybody wants and then because they see like silly things that are being called cancel culture and comparing it to like actual bad things with predators i was reading a couple books about like prison abolition and watching some documentaries about serial killers and i'm like doing all of this research about how serial killers are created from like severe trauma and like childhood abuse and repeated abuse and like how just because somebody steals food doesn't make them a bad person it's because of the society that created Mm -hmm. them and it's like how can i be doing so much research and how could leftists be doing so much research about like even just prison systems being bad but then not understanding that like sacrificing individuals isn't the way to improve society in Mm -hmm. terms of like internet culture yeah i think one of our biggest flaws as like a political party is that we really don't give people the benefit of the doubt or like forgive previous mistakes or like allow room to grow and it's like very difficult to create a strong party when like you will cast people aside if they've made a mistake before and that's my big thing with the like I'm thinking for an uh, for example like canceling people over they uh, over tweets they've had like yeah yeah multiple not years talking ago. about predators right. at this point when I say can- and also I just want like from this point forward when I talk about cancel culture mm-hmm. I'm going to be referring to like not things that are illegal yeah yeah <laughs> so but, like my big thing with like the whole canceling people for tweets years ago mm-hmm. or canceling in quotation marks is things were different I think ten years ago and if you can't like people change people learn new things Mm -hmm. and um if there's no 
I don't know. It's just weird because you want people to grow. You want them to hear why what they're saying is wrong. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you're going to keep canceling them for things they've said in the past, it's kind of like pointless for them to even want to change. And it only ends up actually working on people who had changed and were doing their best to be like a better person. Yeah. Like if someone who's shitty ends up having bad old tweets and they just double down and they're like, oh yeah, like their fan base is still going to like them. The only people whose fan bases get lost from being canceled or whatever is like people who've changed and curated like an audience that's more progressive. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. And obviously like when we make comments about like, you know, old tweets or people being canceled and like not being forgiven, I want to make it clear that we're not referring to any specific situation or like Mm -hmm. I'm sure that there are exceptions that we would also agree with with like i we're always making generalizations on this podcast because we don't have enough time to get into every specific story and situation so i just want that to be clear yeah like i think there are a lot of people who made stupid tweets or stupid jokes when it was 2012 because that was everything in the media and what Mm -hmm. people thought were funny and it's like thank god that's not what's funny anymore and like thank god that's not like what we're doing and we're trying so much hard to be funny without being shitty yeah but we also do have to be like okay like people sucked at that time Mm -hmm. like we didn't recognize the harm of certain like phrases Mm -hmm. and like all of those things and i i totally understand like holding people accountable and being like okay prove that that's not how you feel anymore like prove that you've changed and like make a statement right but at the same time like completely casting someone out of society because of old tweets that's it's a so little silly ridiculous to me. to me yeah and like i don't really talk about that online a lot like there are some that are absolutely heinous it's like how could anyone have ever like thought, thought that, that was okay yeah and i also am like a little bit um hesitant of people who like were 30 when they were mm-hmm. making these tweets in 2012 yeah but you know <laughs> i don't know it's just like times where i I I hate that times were different, but times were a little different. We thought different things were funny back then or and different things were okay to say back then. Yeah. And also, like, I want to know what your thoughts are about. um, Does it bother you when there's someone with a huge platform who doesn't speak about like certain issues? So I think it is important for people who have these large platforms to speak out about against issues they don't believe or they don't agree with. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, for people who are their like followers or fans, I think it's weird and doesn't really help anything if they like DM them and they're like, you need to be talking about this, this and this because it's in the media and you haven't said anything about it yet. Like, yeah, I think that it's interesting because there's like there's general huge movements like I think the BLM movements last summer where it's like everyone should speak about this just because it's so huge Mm -hmm. and like such a horrible thing that's been happening on and on again without change like we need as many voices as possible to be speaking about this but then there's other things where it's like I don't give a fuck about that YouTuber's opinion on like xyz political issue like i don't i don't expect them to know every single political issue or like every single um societal problem Mm -hmm. and like i don't really care about their opinion on it that much i think people should try and i get like a bad feeling about anyone who like avoids talking about anything important like i get bad vibes from those people but i also think it's more a problem of like idol culture Mm -hmm. like i think it's the real issue is that we idolize idiots yeah (laughs) like and then like i don't really want to hear their issue but i also don't want them to be famous enough like you know what i mean like i just think these people shouldn't matter anyway like i don't care about a drummer's take on (laughs) 
whatever. Syria, I don't know. Like, I would love for the people that we idolize to, or maybe we shouldn't idolize anyone, but I would love for, like, the people that have millions of unsuspecting, young, impressionable fans to be, like, also educated Mm -hmm. and, like, to care about these issues. But I also don't think we should be harassing people into, like, saying an opinion on something that they, like, truly are not smart enough to... Yeah, I feel like it's not really their job to educate other people about what's going on. Right, because there can be a very talented musician, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, you can totally appreciate their music, but that doesn't mean that they're going to have, like, the education or even, like... And this is like no shade, but and this isn't like saying that I'm more intelligent than anyone else. There could be a musician that you really respect and like love their music, but that doesn't automatically mean that they're the person that would know a lot about a certain issue. Yeah. And that's like totally fine. But some people like are good intentioned and really aren't that intelligent. Right. And I think a lot of these 14 year olds think these people that they stand are just like these gods that like should know everything. So they have to speak about this. And like, what difference does it make? Like if uh, some big celebrity like shares one stupid thing about some problem, it's like, this isn't helping anything. Yeah. Like, not at all. So, and I've had it happen sometimes too, where it's like, I open the Twitter app and just like say something and then people are like, ooh, not the time. And I'm like, what's happening? (laughs) Like, I don't know. I didn't check the explore page tab first. Like, you can't expect, there are some things that everybody should know about, like have some kind of information on. But like, we, people don't know what's happening all the time in society. I I don't think it's a problem to like reply to people and let them know what's going on. But sometimes the way people approach it is very aggressive and like very dehumanizing and like, oh my God, how could you possibly say this? You're a horrible person, like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I really don't like that. And I think it's a little bit fucked up because I think it's more so like people online want to act like a superhero and think that they're like making this huge difference by turning everyone else into a bad person. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's not how it works. Like, I think a lot of the time when people are canceling someone, it's not actually out of like a genuine concern for the issue that took place. They just want the likes and the retweets. Yeah, I was talking about this with some of my friends a couple of weeks ago and they were like, I feel like white teenagers will be like posting these traumatically awful old tweets of somebody that are like racist Mm -hmm. and it's like they're enjoying it. And then people who are actually affected by it are like, this is like shitty. Like, why are they enjoying like these posts? It's very traumatic. Like, it's very upsetting to see. Yeah. And they're like not actually upset about the words. They're excited that they found something. Mm -hmm. And I really think that's maybe one of the most toxic groups of people that exist. Yeah. Teenagers. (laughs) And I, yeah (laughs) children I used to have to deal with them so much more sometimes now I'll just like say something that I know will make like certain very like angry teenagers mad over just like make a statement like I'll be like animes for losers or like I love to kink shame just because I want to piss those people off and get them off my page because I I just I knew the Swifties would come after me and I love doing that. wait what did you tweet I well Taylor Swift said like there was a video of her saying like oh shit when she won an award Uh so I quote tweeted and I was like so we're really gonna put uh, a woman who like curses on a platform (laughs) or something like of course I fucking cuss like it's a joke but I knew they would come for me because they just want to fight you yeah but I also just like to get rid of people who are like it's not even overly sensitive because if someone genuinely is hurt by something I will always like change my behavior due to that but if someone appears to just be like oh I'm excited that I found a way to make you seem like a bad person I'm Mm -hmm. like get the fuck out of here like you suck yeah anyways one of my you better calm down oh no do you know what that was (laughs) no was it your mirror 
No, it's okay. Um, sorry. Um, sorry about that, guys. Anyway, one of my favorite quotes from this book was societal growth doesn't equal individual crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just genuinely how I, I feel about stuff. And yeah. some of you might be upset with us. Um, you know what? I'm going to not care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we said we didn't say anything too upsetting. No, but I do think that there are still people who are over angsty online and they might see themselves in this video. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I see myself in this post and I don't like it kind of moment. (laughs) Um, So anyway, to like kind of summarize that, I think what's most important is just like critiquing society overall and the cultures that create these behaviors are like. It's like what I said earlier and this book says it's like if someone steals food, you're not going like the way to fix that isn't by throwing that person in jail. It's to be like, oh, my God, why are they so hungry that they stole fucking they food? Have to steal, you know yeah. what I mean? So like I think critiquing the society and like being an abolitionist means not crucifying these individuals who are clearly trying to do their best, but educating them and allowing them room to grow and like to become a productive member of society. So speaking of individuals, we have got... (laughs) Speaking of human beings. (laughs) We got some um, questions from you guys about whether you should tell your significant other some things. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to answer them for you. We love these. I have a totally platonic sugar daddy. He just enjoys sending me money and I reap the benefits. It's been going on since before me and a guy were dating, but I'm worried if I don't tell him and he finds out, he'll think it's sexual. (laughs) But I'm also worried if I do tell him, he won't believe that it's that it isn't sexual. Michaela, do you have any thoughts? I cannot. This is me. Were you thinking that when you read this? What do you think? Of course I was. (laughs) I do have people send me money regularly and like. I kind of didn't mention it when I was in a relationship. <laughs> she was like hiding a PS5 for like three months. Yeah, this is so funny. Well, also like my ex was very overly aggressive about anything to do with other people. Yeah. So like that was part of why. But I think a normal person wouldn't have minded. Yeah. Like that is something that I'm very honest and upfront about now, like in relationships that I go into or people that I talk to. You're like, I have a sim. I have multiple yeah. sims. And like people send me money for nothing and like it's not a big deal. I yeah. don't interact with them. Like this isn't anything anyone should care about. I think it's better to be upfront going into a relationship because like, you know what? Like some people might have a boundary where that's uncomfortable for them. Mm-hmm. And like, I think if I was dating someone who had someone like a platonic sugar daddy or yeah. something, I would fucking love that. Like I would have my significant Absolutely. other, my boyfriend. I can say that nowadays. Um, I would have my boyfriend put something I wanted on that list. Like, no, that's perfect. I mean, you kind of get that with me. I do get that. You, yeah, you're my boyfriend. have them pay for our dinners and like <laughs> our so movie true. passes. I forget about that sometimes. Yeah, um, my Xbox. No, I really think that like, you know, some people just are more insecure than others. So maybe you're getting the vibe that this would bother them. But like, truly, I don't think it matters. I think you should tell them. I think you should tell them too. Yeah, we should get into that more maybe in another episode too, because it's an interesting topic. Yeah. Okay, next one. Hi, besties. Should I tell my BF that during the month we broke up, I drunk texted my ex from two years ago? It doesn't seem like a big deal, but also they're kind of friends, so I don't want him to find out from someone else. Oh, I that's say a good tell question. Him. I really think it depends on what your gut's saying. I don't think that we know your relationship enough to be the one who tells you this, because sometimes you can keep things to yourself, but also like... It wasn't a big deal. She just texted I him. feel like, yeah, maybe just mention it. Yeah. Um, 
it's fine. Like it might be but, like a kind of crappy conversation, but it will just be a crappy conversation. It won't be like a. I don't know if Friends is like a show that people hate, but I watched it at one point, and they are have you talking that, about the Are We on the Break? Thing? We were on a break. Oh my so god! Who knows that that ended well for them? I think I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next one. I'm afraid to tell him that I'm literally so embarrassed by him being in the military. Like, I try to avoid talking about him even though he's hot and the best person I ever dated because I don't want anyone to know that he's in the military. That's so fucking it is, funny. This is so funny. This is literally <laughs> so funny. It's Queen. like eating away at her. She's like, no, I don't have a boyfriend. Yeah, I too would be absolutely embarrassed if oh, I were dating so someone mortified. in the military. Yeah. No, I could not show my face on Twitter if I were dating someone <laughs> who was in the military. <laughs> I think you need to tell him and then maybe... Tell them, but also have some new job applications yeah. <laughs> prepared for it. I mean, it's because there's really nothing else he can do at this <laughs> point. I don't know. I, maybe you shouldn't just break up with him. Bra- maybe if break you up really with him. hate. If you being- really love him, though, maybe set, give him some new job applications. Definitely tell him that it's embarrassing. Yeah. Because it, it, it is. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I would not want to be dating someone in the military, but I also think that Maybe if I weren't an online creator, it wouldn't be like such a big deal. And you're probably fine, like wherever you are with your friends. Yeah. All right. We're going to do a little Bachelorette recap now. We're so excited that this show is back. We're with Katie. Yes. We have Taisha and we have Caitlin as the hosts. Which I love. I feel yes. like it's so nice for if I were the Bachelorette, I would so rather have women. And Ellie tweeted this. I would so yeah. rather have like women my age to talk to about the guys. Well, what is Chris Harris? I don't want advice Speaking from of Chris canceling. Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, back to like what we were saying earlier. I feel like the Chris Harrison cancel situation kind of turned out ideally yeah. like he still has so many supporters but he is off the show and now i think contestants can be more comfortable yeah although i don't know about the replacements for bachelor in paradise the replacement was that david spade yeah there's like, i don't understand that at all i don't think he's like very funny i don't i can't remember if i have any issue with him in particular i just think it's a weird i don't know it's if a he's weird like, choice yeah it's, it's a just weird very choice. random yeah but there were a few others i think they're gonna rotate the host i i prefer the like previous bachelorette or bachelors mm-hmm. as it i think that caitlin and Tasha are awesome because especially because like, they've been through the process yeah we don't need like some random like kind of famous person yeah i think It'd just be... David Spade, what is he bringing to this? I don't understand. I really don't know. Is he going to try to make jokes? I like, don't know. It's so weird. Anyway, I thought it was a really fun like first episode. Yeah. There weren't as many people dressing up as usual, which is kind of weird, but I don't like hate But there that. was one special one we need to mention. Oh my God, we do, because Matt's obsessed. Me and Michaela are obsessed with No, <laughs> Matt is. So I saw Connor the cat. My jaw dropped. I think he's going to win it all. Matt and I like... We're watching this show and I'm like, okay, maybe I don't like men at all because the faces he was making just looking at men. I'm like, why does this like, why are you happy looking at a man? And we have such different tastes. We should have the same. You don't understand my taste at all. You were like, oh, that guy looks like your type. And it's just because he looked gay, but he wasn't even, he wasn't even hot. I just, I don't know what you want. I thought just gay looking. No, it has to be like a very, very hot, like. With a jawline. With a jawline. And he did not have a jawline. Okay. That's what I was missing. Um, um, but I'm so good at knowing Matt's type. I was like, this is your first, like, most ty- yeah. most your type. This is, like, second most your type. <laughs> and also, you you do give it away with your face. But, yeah, Connor the Cat, not for me. The way that they made out made me uncomfortable. Oh, my God. He was so funny. But I honestly think I would probably like him long term. Yeah. Like, I think I just was uncomfortable watching them make out. But I think that it was, like, 
I think that he's actually funny and just sometimes the way things are edited for those people makes them appear a little weird. But that's probably something we would do. Yeah. No, it's so, 100%. Why are you talking shit? We would do the same exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then that made me realize, do I have a furry kink? I don't know. It's something I'm going to... Did you like him specifically because of him being in the cat No, suit? I just thought it was very funny. Okay. So does that make it a fetish well i mean i don't know if it makes it a fetish because literally every halloween like people dress up as animals like yeah. sexy animals <laughs> he wasn't even trying to be a sexy one he but just wear a large ass fursuit but yeah it was a fun it did look like a lot more low budget um mm. which is you know typical i don't really understand the country themes they were throwing at us yeah it just seemed kind of like a crappy resort and you said that katie um may leave early or well the I have no idea. This isn't based on like Intel or yeah. like any kind of spoilers at all. I, but from the preview, they made it seem like she wanted to leave. I don't know mm-hmm. if that was just dramatic. And I did hear that like she was having some issues with production. So I don't know. I'm really hoping she finds someone. I think sometimes the previews make it seem like it ends bad when it doesn't. Yeah. But she seemed so sad. I'm also excited to find out. I really hope they tell us what that random fight was about. Because I, I truly that don't understand. That was so funny. <laughs> there was just this like random fight between two men. And it's like, where did this come from? And these like two muscular guys. And the, one guy's like, I don't like, fucking like I just like don't you. like you. And like, I'm sick of you. And like, we're like, what did we <laughs> miss? Like, uh... <laughs> so I am really looking forward to this season. I think Katie's really funny. It seems like they're going to have a lot of like sex themes. Yeah. Which, you know, I guess it's progressive for The Bachelorette. Yeah. Um, like not progressive progressive in general but progressive for the show so right. good for them yeah and she seems to really like a lot of the guys already and mm-hmm. have like an open mind um she said the guy that she gave her first impression rose to reminded her of her ex-boyfriend so Maybe shout out flag. shout out to that ex-boyfriend watching <laughs> that um he's probably like uh and <laughs> then like, blake fuck. shows back up right blake oh yeah blake from um taisha season yeah which yeah. is so funny because literally he's taisha's ex and taisha's on the show yeah which like <laughs> i love blake though i thought he was really hot so i'm happy to have him back you did really like blake I did. we're looking forward to the show we're also really looking forward to michelle's season mm-hmm. um we love katie yeah. and we'll talk about that more so we're you excited know. to have this part of the podcast back yeah send us your thoughts about the bachelor bachelorette if you want us to talk about anything specific um send us any submissions about your partner if you're scared to tell them and you want to know any concepts you want us to discuss on the podcast or red flag or self-sabotage there we go you can email us at sheratesdogspod at gmail.com or if you want to leave us a hateful voice message yeah. just call us at 929-274-3261 and then um, we're sheared socks pod on twitter and instagram our personal handles are in the bio all right bye, bye. also write us five stars on apple Podcasts. <laughs>